On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the NBA playoffs are underway. We are one game into, as of this recording, there are games tonight. There are games just about every night. That's there are how the games. Playoffs work. Games but are happening. As of this recording, Tate, we are one game into every single series, and people are already throwing around the F word. The fraud. <laughs> the frauds. The frauds are being, yes. and, and as a guy who the loves. The New York frauds, <laughs> that's what they're saying. As a guy who loves throwing around these F words myself, I am so excited. I'm uh, licking my lips. Oh, it's been so long. Not really, but it feels so long since we were in the bubble watching these, uh, watching LeBron. Is win Trey his- Young hitting a game winner good for college basketball? That's, <laughs> That's what I kept thinking question. to myself. I, I think so. I think so. Oh man, I, I am so excited to have the playoffs back. I forget I, the, the juices are flowing. The the as as I said, mm. calling people frauds one game into a, a yeah. Into and game one, as we know, is always like the the, <laughs> the anomaly in the series. But everyone still takes the yes. game one takes yes. and they run with them. It's uh, always you great. got you got every time someone under the age of thirty does it makes a shot. Yes, uh, in all caps, the league Goat, is in question mark. The league is in good hands. <laughs> yes, yes, because you have to look at what this guy did and also John this Moran, guy did. <laughs> Trey Young, every single young guy. Dev Devin Booker, every playoff. Like it's a good that, hands. Yeah, it's a good hands. Uh, good. The playoffs are underway. We're going to spend most of the day talking about that. We're very excited, uh, as, as most of you listening are. Mm. It is, uh, it, it, this is the first time I can remember in a very long time. I know the Nets are heavy favorites, but uh, it does feel like you don't know what's going to happen. And that that's a rare feeling in the NBA because that's, that's what soured me on the NBA for every so often. You get soured because you're like, I already yeah. know what the finals is going to be. It might end up being the Nets Lakers, but mm-hmm. I, I think that's I why we're know. excited because you expect know. that to be the case. And, you know, I thought we'd lead the show with Phil Mickelson winning a major. But luckily, the NBA playoffs, they got right. us back. They got the young guys going. And now the league is in good hands. And so is the show. All that coming up. But first, Woody Durham. Monday afternoon here in the uh, the city of you used to be the city of champions. The mm. LA used to be you know the Dodgers. The Last Lakers, episode we put uh, our L's up. I think we have to yeah. do that again. Let's put our L's up Dude, because we're holding them in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. How, how was your weekend by the way? It was uh, it was a good weekend. Went to Dallas. You know Dallas, Texas for a wedding. Uh, Charlie Hume, who who you know, has helped us before, and his younger brother David got married, but had the family in town. We went to SMU. Sean Stout. Oh, you did? Yeah, we got the tour. You know, Sean Stout gave yeah. us the tour. We played pickup. We had a great time. We committed to SMU. We committed to the greatest rivalry, uh-huh. uh, the new greatest rivalry I'm a in TCU Texas. Guy, right? Because yes, TCU you, won the and you went and with then the they winners. Never played again, and then that was the last <laughs> they time they played. played. They may never play. Again. Again, uh, but it was a great experience all around. Tim Jankovic, the coach, uh, we saw him. My mom was very excited to meet Coach Jankovic, you know. And yeah. She's an SMU fan now uh, okay. forever. She was yelling pony up as we walked out of the building. Okay. But what, what do they do? What is their hand sign? There's just like V's, right? I or they do it, the... the the, they do kind of the USC peace yeah. sign deal. I know that they have moody magic. That's uh, that's yeah. my little insider thing that they're, they're trying to create that at all times. Uh, but Jankovic got the Johnson and Johnson shot just like I did. Oh. Uh, we were talking about, you know, the problems that we had had. I had similar <laughs> issues. <laughs> we kind of went through the exact same thing. So I kind of was a shoulder for him to lean on. He was obviously a little tweaked out. He said he was going to swim some laps to try to get some normalcy <laughs> back in his life. But it was great to catch up with SMU basketball. They're excited. They got a good team. Got a really good team. A lot of good transfers coming in. The Southland Player of the Year was there. Zach Natal, and he uh, met my parents and was having a great time telling them about the season coming up. Is this just propaganda, though? It might be. Yeah, but Sean Stout, as you know, he doesn't he doesn't say good. You know, he'll be honest. So yeah, yeah, yeah. likes his well, team. We need we need someone to. Uh, I'm surprised there's no one in college basketball media that that, that is on this. Um, maybe mm. we could do it, but I let's be honest, we're way too lazy for this. 
uh, it's to, the off to track like who is the most um, reliable coach in talking about his own team going into a season. Chris Holman. It might be Chris Holman. And it's because he negs so hard. You know, Chris yeah, Holman's but, like, but, I like what then, I've seen. But, but in some ways, the negging, like that makes him unreliable. Right. But he, that's, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but this year, I feel like he loved the team going into the season. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know what happened. They, they didn't get him played in the NCAA tournament because yeah. they tested positive. Them mm-hmm. and VCU. That's Ohio what State it was. were the two. Yes. Um, yes. So and I guess we Florida really embarrassed good, himself, as yeah, we all remember. Yep. Oral Roberts just Florida, Florida in the first round. Uh, and almost <laughs> almost kept the magic going, beating Arkansas. Uh, oh, man. man. Uh, I, I got this situation I got to throw at you before we, we, we dive into playoff talk because uh, it involves our good buddy, Kyle Crichton. Oh, uh, no. Our former producer. What and, happened? Um, I need, I need, th- th- this happened this morning and uh, I figured let's just talk about it at the start of the show instead yeah. of saving it for later because it's, it's been on my brain ever since and I can't figure out who's wrong in this situation. Mm. So uh, Kyle, as you know, lives, you and I live on the west side of LA, which uh, for most of our listeners, they don't live in Los Angeles and, and you might not know the geography and it all just feels like one city. It mm-hmm. is, it is impossible to go across this town. Like mm-hmm. the traffic sucks. It's big. It's whatever. Um, so we live on the west side. Uh, I used to live up in like West Hollywood area um, because that's where the ringer offices were. And I would, I would go, uh, it made the commute a lot shorter. Uh, and, and in living there, Kyle hooked me up with his barber. Yes. Uh, Fern. Fern's his name. He's talked about him on, mm-hmm. on BS show a little bit. Um, and anyway, long story short, Tate, I'm bearing the lead a little bit. I'm going to get my hair cut today. <laughs> Not all the way cut off, but I'm oh, going to get it trimmed up. Okay. For the first time in 14 months, 15 months, I'm getting my hair trimmed. Uh, and I told Kyle this, and I was like, mm. Kyle, if I'm going to make the drive all the way from Marina Del Rey up to like- Come uh, hang out, be there. I was like, yeah. let's hang out. So I said, what, because Kyle lives up that way. So I said, what days are you free early next week? And he said, I'm free Monday and Wednesday. So I said, perfect. So I set it up. Uh, today's the day. Today's Monday. I set it up for Monday. Uh, I texted Kyle this morning. I was like, hey, I got to record the show with Tate. Then after the show, I'm I'm coming straight from the studio and I'm going to get my hair cut. Uh, Monday, it'll, I'll, I'll probably be there like five or six. And he's like, damn, it's Lana's birthday. It's his girlfriend's <laughs> birthday. And I said, why did you tell me? I was like, I specifically asked you, yes. what days are you free early next week? And he goes, he goes, typically, typically yes. a Monday and a Wednesday. He said, he goes, you said early next week. And mm. I was like, yeah, I meant like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And he thought I meant early in the morning. He thought I meant every day of the week, yes. early in the morning. Who was wrong in this instance? Tate? <laughs> when you hear early next week, do you think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or do you well, think any day of the week, but like before 1 p.m.? Kyle and I, I'm on the same side as Kyle here, which is he has found a great caveat to get out of this situation, <laughs> which is <laughs> he had a different connotation to what you were saying. I'm not sure that's what he actually thought, but I like that he has an escape. He plan. had an escape. You know what I mean? He blamed it on me. And I was like, what the <laughs> His girlfriend's this is birthday, honestly genius, you know what I mean? As someone who, oh who knows how to can, how to get out of a situation, I, I appreciate this from Kyle. I think you were actually right. I'm you, in the right. You were okay. right. All right. But what Kyle did was actually masterful, so we have to give him All his right. credit. All right. So you <laughs> almost have to shoulder the blame, uh, but my goodness. There you have it. What uh, a story. Good job, <laughs> Kyle. I'm going to drive all the way over there. He's gonna be, I should figure out where he's taking her to dinner tonight and just show up. And I'm trying to guess in my to, mind. Chipotle. Trying, yeah. Pink's hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get a hot dog at Pink's. Oh, man. Oh, let's talk man. about the playoffs a little bit. Um, I'm clapping. Where, where, so excited. Where do we want to start? Uh, because I think that's uh, kind of interesting in and of itself. Mm. It's like there, there are eight series going on. Um, they, as I said, we're, we're recording this Monday that I think the heat and box are about to tip off, like even right the second yes. as we're talking. Uh, but every, every series has played one game. 
And uh, in that regard, they're all kind of level. They're a lot of good games. Basically, every single first game of, of the playoffs is great. Yes. But what stands out to you, Tate? Because that's telling. Whatever you say is very important, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to pretend like that's the most important thing. So choose wisely. The demons of Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's okay. what stands out to me. Because the Miami Heat, they have, it, it reminds me a little bit. These are the Giannis rules that we're living in. It reminds me of the, what the bad boy Pistons used to do to Jordan, where they're just beating him down. They're mentally in his head a little bit. And Giannis, they're completely in his head. And the reason why I say this is because of a 10-second call. Yeah, and that <laughs> yeah. that says it all because uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, when he first came into the league, obviously I think everyone was enamored with him. John Hammond was the GM of the Bucks, who only takes wingspan. He drafted yeah. John Henson, drafted Larry Sanders, drafted Thon Maker in the first yep. round, tenth pick. So Giannis has always intrigued me. I've always watched him, and one of the things that I remember from 2016. This is the year that's you know 73 win Warriors. This is probably when I'm the most plugged in into the everybody NBA. was. This yeah. is before Kevin Durant. Exactly. This is when everyone's <laughs> locked in, and you I remember Giannis taking free throws. And I remember teams complaining about it. Um, and I remember people pointing out that it was taking too long, but the NBA kind of let it slide. Yeah. And he was a 77% free throw shooter. And he had never gotten this call before. And he finally got a call in 2016. And then from there, they started watching him. They started counting on him. And he dropped down to about 67 68%. And when he gets... I guess when he gets a little bit uh, flustered, he tends to wait on the free throw line and take yeah. a longer shot. Karan Butler, the assistant coach for the so Miami good. Heat, is calling it and counting it every single time. And I remi- it kind of reminded me of uh, Paul Pierce used to do this to Dwight Howard. In 2010, when yeah. the Celtics beat the Magic, he did that to Dwight Howard. Every time he went to the free throw line, he would count the 10 on his hands. And Dwight Howard would get nervous every <laughs> yeah. single time. So I think the most fascinating storyline for me, and I know it's probably very finicky and very nitpicky. Or no, whatever, dude, that's but what the show is. It's it, great. It, 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 I'm fascinated by yeah. the Giannis Antetokounmpo nerves and the, the fact that the heater in his head. As you should be, because it's it, it was a situation that you almost never see. Uh, yes, I I, I have Malone seen it before. Would do it, uh, Dwight. Obviously, yeah. like I mentioned, but it's rare that you see this. You can watch a lot of basketball in your life and never ever yes. once see a 10 second call, much less in a playoff game. Much Shaq less was at down the to end. just miss it. He would yeah, just throw Shaq's it like, up there. <laughs> it's like get the <laughs> rebound. Care. But uh, yeah, Karan Butler should uh, moving forward. I don't. I he might. Uh, it just literally count out loud. Yeah, he, said I think Paul he basically Pierce is. is. <laughs> the moment he gets it, just go 10, yeah, 9. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce just did it with his hands. I mean, it was so funny because it would also get in your head as a viewer because you're like, this guy is literally just doing this, counting it out. And it was 13 seconds when they called it on Giannis. Like he had, he was already past 10. I saw people Butler freak- called it at 10 and they yeah. let it go for three more and he still was waiting. So. I saw people freaking out about, I mean, you, you, we've reached a point where everyone's talking about everything to where you can find people that say anything. But yes. it, it there, there was, there did seem to be a, a sentiment of like, why would you call that? Why, mm. like, what, what, why, what's the harm in letting him shoot? And I don't know. I, I guess I'm a stickler for the rules because I was like, you get ten seconds to shoot the ball. Like, yeah, and, and ten I seconds understand. is an adequate amount of time. To put it in perspective, I mean, in college you have ten seconds to bring the ball across half court. So yeah. what I mean, like you can get a free throw off in ten seconds. We have people that can get shots off in five, five tenths of a like second. Like you said, I, I think if if I was nervous about something, I would just want to get it over with quick. But that's why he's better but when he's, he waits. Yeah, because he has to. He has to almost let like the, the the demons come out, and then he has to like kill them. So he needs the time to like knock them away. You I know love what I mean? this. If this was if this was college basketball, there would be uh, <laughs> like five meetings in the off season from the rules committee discussing whether we should extend the ten seconds. Yes, to, should it be twelve? Uh, should seconds? It be twelve? <laughs> yes. that's all it would be. Should it be twelve? Should it be 12? <laughs> 
I mean, and, and then like Jim Beheim's like, no. And, and yeah, the, the fascinating part of this whole, this Bucks heat series too, is that Middleton last year, we remember in the bubble, they lost in five games, but the one game that they won was in overtime and Middleton hit a game winning shot. And that was kind of, in my opinion, the, the passing of the torch to yeah. say, Hey, when we need a clutch basket, Chris is going to take the shot. Yeah. He hits the game winning shot in this one over Duncan. Duncan played great defense. He did. I think we have he was to. Right I there. think we have to. He was right there. I didn't see anybody talking about that, and I yeah. and I feel like that's that's results that's results based analysis. Mm -hmm. If we're being honest, yeah, that no one has. Duncan should have come out and said it was a bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one is applauding Duncan for playing great defense because the shot went in. Yeah. When again, like I said, that's just results based. What you got to do is mm -hmm. you got to be uh, uh, process based. Yes. And the process was good. It was and good. He was he, there. He, great defense. He knew what was about, happening. By the way, did I tell you about the time Duncan texted me? Um, when he was in, <laughs> show the tweet. <laughs> Put the tweet out. Uh, I gotta figure, I, I, out, I, I figure I, out when I'm gonna fire that one I, off. This I year. felt I bad for him, but I will say uh, he got the flagrant where he did a very JJ Reddick thing, where yeah. he uh, was that you know he was trying to act like he was fighting over a screen, but he threw the elbow yeah. a little high, very Duke move. Yep. He would have never Let's, done that when he was under the one shotting podcast umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. Never. Once, once he became never. <laughs> once once he, he joined the dark side, I saw a little bit of it. So I. I'm gonna say it. I was pulling for the Bucks. Whoa! Yeah, you're turning on Duncan. I'm not turning on Duncan. You're I'm, turning on the Heat. They've already they've already done it before. I saw it last year. I like the idea of the Bucks getting over the mental hurdle. I want Giannis <sighs> to get over the hurdle. You're t That's what I decided. It sounds like you're turning on Duncan. No, no, no. But I don't like Duke basketball you're turning players. On JJ's influence on yes, Duncan. Yes, exactly. You're, like Duncan is your by son. proximity. It's guilty by association. What are the, you? All your parents will say that. You know what I mean. If you're there, you're guilty by association. Duncan, Duncan's there. Duncan's like your son who mm -hmm. is, uh, who went is, to do. Is, <laughs> who's into <laughs> drugs and, and going through something right now. And you're like, I am not going to enable this behavior. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm kicking you out of the house. I still love you. When the prodigal son wants to return, yes. I will be here. He had a great game. I, Duncan, Played for well. the record, I am not cutting Duncan out. Um, although I, I am was, not cutting him out. <laughs> I am not cutting him out. I'm just you're, pointing you're out. You're against him. I'm pulling for Giannis to get over the mental hurdle. That's oh a separate God. entity. You I will. I, mean? I, I will. Uh, I, I, I want to call Duncan out for this. He was mic'd up in game one. Mm -hmm. He's horrible at yeah. being mic'd up. Like you got to say, you got to know Duncan if you're mic'd. Like you have a podcast for God's mm -hmm. sakes. You got to know the media game. If you're gonna be mic'd up, you got to say funny stuff or at least try. Yeah, you can't just be like, here we go. Or at least talk to the <laughs> officials. <laughs> like make some. Yeah, do something. Make a quip. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he did, and they, it was inappropriate, and they couldn't mm -hmm. show it on TV or something. But they were like, right, and uh, Duncan Robinson mic'd up. Let's take a look at uh, what Duncan Robinson is saying. And he's just he's like, like, let's go, go. let's, let's go. go, guys. We gotta, we gotta do it. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Five. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Duncan? Oh man. But I think that's the most interesting series from my vantage point. But I understand why the all eyes are going to go to probably the Suns and the Lakers, right? Yeah, that's what most of yeah. America is watching and they're fascinated with because we have LeBron James putting on the acting performance of a century. Oh my god. We what is Chris going Paul on with this guy? Just trying to fight over his demons of being hurt in the playoffs. I, yeah. I think both of them are at this, you know, moment in time, this watershed moment. Uh, thank God they're both okay. Chris Paul is going to play in game 2. He says his shoulder is just a little bit sore. But if he can't shoot the basketball, I feel like all signs point to the Lakers being able to uh, bounce back in this series, even though I feel like yeah. America has said that they are dead to rights. They lost game one. They lost two game ones in the yeah, bubble. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not going to be surprised if they come back in this series, but I do feel like everyone is watching this series. It's impossible to pin because no matter what happens, if you come out and say what you think is going to happen in the Suns-Lakers series, yep. it, 
number one, you're going to be wrong. Yes, always. And number two, you're going to kick yourself mm-hmm. because if you if you're like, yeah, the Suns are going to beat the Lakers. The Lakers are seven seed. They're they're not even really that good to to begin with. They haven't played well all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't I they, they're not deep enough. They don't I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Like they're 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 probably going to lose in six games. Um, you say that, and then. LeBron and the Lakers win, and then you're like, I'm a moron. Why would I bet against LeBron? Why would I ever think LeBron was not going to win? Yeah. Yeah. But you do the opposite, and you're like, oh, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. They're not losing the first Mm -hmm. round. And then they (laughs) they lose in five games. You're like, I'm an idiot. Why would I think that a seven seed that's played like garbage most of the season? And, you know, that's that's, that's, that's what's happened with that series, which is why uh, I'm abstaining. I'm not offering takes. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, just watching. I'm appreciating. Yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> yes. I appreciate the great basketball that's be, being played by these that should legends. should be my shtick. Is like, yeah. I should be my NBA analyst mm-hmm. shtick. Is like, I never have takes. I just say I appreciate. And like, I just do pray hands. <laughs> I just appreciate both sides. <laughs> I pre- Kobe, Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, who's best? Appreciate them all. Yeah. While they're here, appreciate, appreciate them while they're here, please. And the league is also in good hand, in good hands. So LeBron, appreciate them. LeBron in the has gotten so much worse with the theatrics, hasn't he? Like, uh, I'll, I'll say this: you're, you're the. Mm-hmm. If there's a LeBron, if we're supposed to like pick sides, you're mm-hmm. probably the hater. I, mm-hmm. I would like the guy. I think that I think he's the most talented basketball player to ever live. I, I think he's I the greatest athlete I've yes. ever seen play a sport. Um, but I, not the greatest basketball player I've ever seen play basketball. Okay. That's uh, the that's that's okay. that's always been my differentiation. <laughs> right, you know what right. I mean? The greatest athlete I've ever seen play basketball is LeBron James. Greatest um, basketball player, not LeBron James. I was qualifying it just by saying that, like, I, by and large, if I have to pick fan or not fan, I'm a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan. <laughs> but, but you also say it in that tone. You also can't just say, I'm a fan. You have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> say it with a straight face. I'm a fan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man uh, he's on one I was was qualified by saying like uh, if you're a LeBron hater you're like yeah this is what he's been doing his whole career then this is nothing new to me and I'm saying as a guy who like I'm not an apologist for the guy but like a lot of times I'm like yeah I don't know he's selling the call he's trying Mm -hmm. to draw the foul he's Mm -hmm. whatever is it really the biggest deal in the world I feel like he really is on one right now, Tate. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very noticeable to me as a guy who's not even on high alert for LeBron shenanigans. It feels like it, the shenanigans it, are turned up to eleven right it, now. It's giving me very much 2014 Finals vibes because you remember in Game One he left the game early. He was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spurs, I think, in that game solidified that they were the better team. I think he knew it. We knew it if you were watching at home. But again. It did give me that vibe where he was like, I'm okay to to take to fall down right now because I will fall on the sword because Anthony Davis sucks. You know what I mean? That, it felt like very much that was the vibe of the game. And luckily for everybody at home, Anthony Davis after the game acknowledged that if he plays this way, they have no chance in the series, yeah. which begged everyone to ask, why didn't he say this to himself maybe at halftime? Yes. And then make the adjustments in the second half. But... Look, if you look at the numbers in the bubble, Anthony Davis shot 52% like from 18 feet and out. And yep. for his career, he shoots 31%. So mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people mm-hmm. are saying, hey, Anthony Davis, we know that it worked last year. That was the formula for success. But you also had JaVale McGee. You also had Dwight Howard. Andre Drummond is not no- JaVale McGee. He is yep. not Dwight Howard. Marcus Saul needs to play. I don't know don't what know is happening yeah. Yeah, with that situation. He's great on the ball. I think he could help them with some mm-hmm. spacing issues that they obviously had. Kyle Kuzma had zero points That's in this not game. Good. That's not what you want. So, I mean, in general, when you look at this Lakers team, you can point out all the problems. But if Anthony Davis plays the five, like he did last year in the NBA bubble, they're a different team. Yeah. So there has to be that moment in time where they make that pivot. I assume Vogel's going to play matchups. 
But this first game, they seemed to just play who they were. They were just like, we're just going to play this game straight up. So if the, if the Lakers lose the first round series, that makes the title even more Mickey Mouse last year. Is that what you're saying? You're saying that <laughs> Anthony Davis having the bubble, having uh, no fans in there. That, that, that matters, right? Yeah. That matters. Absolutely. Not having any fans. And Anthony Davis is, you know, that the playoff stage that he was on was brand new. I mean, I remember the Pelicans was running that, that was not a playoff stage. The playoff stage last year. Yes. It was That's a bubble not, stage. It was a bubble stage. Exactly. Yeah. So we've never seen him here. But that, mm. that to me, is the mm. fascinating part of Devin Booker, though, because Devin Booker has also never been here. Mm -hmm. And he's playing the defending champs, and he drops 34, mm -hmm. and he looks like Kobe Jr., mm -hmm. you know? And so... It's a very is the league in good dichotomy. hands is what you're saying because if it's in Devin Booker's hands they're good. Are if we it's sure in Anthony it, was, Davis. it was in good hands? That's the question because was last year after the bubble everyone was saying Anthony Davis is better than Giannis. Anthony Davis yep. might be the best player in the in the league. And last night every single person you saw was like, "Who's this bum? Get yeah. him out of here!" And that's the world we live in today. But also, I think Anthony Davis has to figure out who he is in this version of the Lakers. And right now Drummond is taking his spot. Yeah, and Drummond has to get on the bench. Let's just be honest. Yeah. He has to. Yeah. He can't catch the basketball right now. We don't, we don't, we don't want the league in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fumble. That's a fumble. <laughs> Get the league out of his hands. Put it, where's the league going? Who wants the kick, league? Kick Get it out to LeBron. <laughs> let him have the league. And uh, I think that the Lakers have to win. Uh, I think they – maybe not even win game win. two. It might be it, – it, it just needs to be a close game where they make sure that they let it be known that like when we go back to L.A., we're winning both those games yeah. or we're going, we're going to seven. That's what yeah. they have to. It, it is. It is funny because uh, we, obviously we're college basketball guys, and, and the the way you focus on the NCAA tournament and maybe the first game of the NCAA tournament, uh, it, it's you, you, it's it's easier to jump to conclusions because um, by the time the NCAA tournament starts, you kind of want your team to be a finished product because mm -hmm. it's only a three week tournament. Yeah. It's it's if if you're trying to win a national title and you come out of the gate in game one and you look like ass. That's an alarm. That's an alarming situation. Where you're like, uh oh, <laughs> we suck. <laughs> yeah. We got to figure this out. Yes. Um. So the difference, obviously, with the NBA, and I have to remind myself of this, is that the playoffs are two months long. Like, yes. it could be the game seven of the finals is like July twenty second. The, the or something Nets like are that, the example that the Nets are playing into yeah. playoff shape. Yeah. But Tate, but you have to win the first round mm -hmm. to get to, to the keep second going. round to the third <laughs> Wait round. Wait a second. <laughs> So that's what's that's the interesting. I I think the same thing is happening with the Jazz. By the way, yeah. Donovan Mitchell's not playing in Game One, and I think mm -hmm. the idea was like we we have we we have a long road ahead. This is a two month deal that we're we're trying to win the title, mm -hmm. and we'll just let we'll just let the rest of the guys go win Game One without Donovan, and then we'll get him back for Game Two. And nope. Nope. And then Donovan Mitchell, after the game, comes out and says he was very upset when he uh, was told he was not going to be able to play in game yeah. one. And then they told him it was about the future for that two-month run. But like you said, if you are not guaranteed that two-month run, you yeah. want to play. And Donovan Mitchell is the is the engine of that entire offense. He is the reason that it makes sense. He's the reason that it works. And if you watch the Jazz play in that game, you understand why Rudy Gobert... He sucks, know. dude. I'm, I'm Rudy Gobert... <laughs> That dude sucks. <laughs> Fraud. <laughs> Fraud. Hit the button. <laughs> Hit the button. I yeah, look. I'm a Ben he, Simmons defensive player of the year. That's who I vote yeah. for. And uh, I know Rudy Gobert is probably going to win it. I think Rudy Gobert is amazing on the defensive end, unless he's playing someone like Stephen Curry that can take him off the bounce and and expose him a little bit. But he's so great at being able to guard all five spots by being able to close out. But when he has to be the primary option on offense, or at least you know yeah. uh, he has to be an option. 
it is not good basketball to watch, and they need Donovan Mitchell to come back. I mean, I felt like this watching Jokic a little bit where they weren't doubling him. They were just saying, you beat us, you know, basically. Like, we're not going to double so guys get open shots. You have to beat us in this game. But it still was like a, he still scored 30-some points and was solid yeah. offensively, even though it was a little bit more laborious than usual. But Rudy Gobert has none of that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even close. So I here, Here's a spicy hot take that I, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whether I believe it or not, but it sounds it's gonna sound great coming out of my mouth. Please. Uh I think I think the Jazz might hate Rudy, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I mean I think the rest of the players think about the they, history. He gave them all COVID. Yes. And I think at that moment they should have traded him. I think the moment Rudy That's Gobert what everyone thought of they should have traded him. Yeah. I, I don't know how you come back from that. And even even you know, because at the time it was like like when everyone else on the team, not everyone else, but there were a yeah. lot of other guys testing positive. Donovan Mitchell, most notable amongst them. Um, this we, we it was before we knew a ton about COVID, and it was like alarming that this is happening. You're like, yeah. oh my god, this is a disaster. the world shut down. March 12th. and listen, we fast forwarded to now. Maybe it's not the biggest deal in the world. Donovan Mitchell, I I don't know what's going on inside of his body, but when you watch him play basketball, he seems like he's a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. in terms of getting over COVID, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So maybe it's not that big of a deal, but it's kind of it's hard to forget that how you felt in that moment. You know what yes. I mean? It's hard to like, and, and, and to add, to to add insult that. to injury, they go into the bubble. They get up three, one yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. And then the nuggets storm back against them. And we remember after that game one, Jamal Murray's outside after they had this 50 point back and forth, yeah. you know, Donovan Mitchell kind of walks by films on Instagram live is like, LOL, just beat his ass basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the rest is history. So the jazz, they have to get over a mentor. The best part of the playoffs is that there's so many of these little storylines, especially with individual players, whether it be Giannis or Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker or even DeAndre Ayton. You know, I mean, he had an amazing, that was his first playoff game. He has 21 and 16, 10 yeah. of 11 from the field, plus 19, dominates against the Lakers' bigs. And nobody talks about it because, you know, we're like, because Trey Young and Luka Doncic also won, and so True. that means that DeAndre Aiden sucks. I guess <laughs> that's what that means. Because those guys, those guys won. No, I should have been the number one pick. I watched the Jazz. Uh, I, I watched a lot of Jazz because Mike Conley, uh, my that's good right. personal See, another friend, another storyline. My good personal friend and NBA All Star, Michael Alex Conley Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unfair that he has to play the Grizzlies. That's unfair. What the hell, Adam Silver? Yeah, what, it, like it everything is. I know about the NBA says they were going to rig that game against the Warriors. But that's a nice storyline, though. It is. Conley I, going listen, against I'm a team my, that Grizzlies. you know ended up yeah. making him the highest paid player in the league at one time. You yep. know what I mean? So, and a guy who obviously helped the Grizzlies become grit and grind that everyone wants to bring back, and yep. is saying that they're bringing it back. So, but I but feel it's cruel for him. that he has yeah, to like go up him. against John Morant. Yeah. Like, but that's unfair. That's unfair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially Why at this age. At this age? No. Play the horse competition. Play, what are we doing? Show playing the horse. How dare you? How dare you guys? Uh, other Grizzlies thought Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen being on the same team is awesome. so good. If you're a fan of college basketball, you yes. have to just cackle at that. That Dylan Brooks for the longest time was the Grayson Allen of the West Coast. That's mm-hmm. like how you would describe if if no one had watched a second of Oregon basketball, I'd be like, well, they have basically this guy that's I think Grayson Allen. And that's that's who this guy is, yes. more or less. He's mm-hmm. that good, and he's also that big of a of a dickhead to other teams. Yes, and every single fan. If base he's on your team, you like him. If he's not, yeah. you hate him. That kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, he was that guy, and now Grayson Allen and Dylan Brooks are on the same team, and that is objectively hilarious to me that the <laughs> that they're on the Grizzlies together. 
I mean, in Grayson, 23 minutes, six man, basically for this team. Mm -hmm. But I love that Dylan Brooks starts over him. And I love that Dylan Brooks had this amazing game. And I also love the fact that the Grizzlies are a legit team. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas is a legit five mm -hmm. in the NBA. They have some pieces. I've always liked, uh, you know... Jaron Jackson Jr. is kind of one of those guys where it's almost John Henson where like I almost like him more of what I expect him. To, the potential of him is always yeah. fascinating to me more than the actual production itself, but I could see him becoming a big star like Triple J. So Don't uh, sleep on Desmond Bain, dude. Talking about S I know Bain. you're an SMU guy, so you don't want to talk about him, but as a TCU <laughs> fan myself, he's a Hoosier too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Richmond, Indiana. Mm. Shout out Desmond Bain. A lot of Hoosiers in this series. Conley, Jaron Jackson. How about that? Uh, <laughs> that's it. No, the Jazz. The Jazz are interesting because it's already we're one game into this. They they obviously have NBA title in their sights, and and they they were the best team in the NBA this year, mm -hmm. regular season wise. Um, Still feels wild to say that, to be honest. Yeah, with you. and so true. their their eye is on the ultimate prize, and we're one game into this thing, and it feels like the locker room is in disarray. Mm -hmm. Whether it's true or not, that's mm -hmm. what it feels like. And and I feel, and I think that that's what matters most is just what it feels like. <laughs> well, Whether it's reality or not. And you talk about the, the mental aspect of that team. The entire year, they've been the best team. They've had the best record. But every single person that I would talk to in NBA circle says, but yeah, we'll see in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think that works in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to get that many looks in the playoffs. They're going to get that many shots off in the playoffs. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson's not going to be reliable in the playoffs. And you hear all those things. Those guys hear all those things. So you're coming to prove that's not the mm -hmm. case. Then in game one, you lose, so automatically you're panicking, and then you're thinking about all of that but interpretation. What you're saying makes these playoffs so interesting to me because I think you're right. What what you could, you could say all that about the Jazz, uh, you could say that about like every team that's that's good yeah. that's expected to win this thing. Mm -hmm. There's there's a the very Bucks. obvious case against every single team that's yes. good. Even the Nets, who are the heavy the favorites to win this thing. Yeah. Um, the Nets, you're like, I, I don't know. They have three guys, and then the production falls off a cliff, and those three guys are never healthy. Those at the same three time. guys basically just play ISO basketball. They're yeah. like, they, they, they're optioning, they're staggering each other's points. I think they scored 104 points, but those three together scored like 96. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and and they're, they're probably going to win the title. And, exactly. But, but I'm saying there's no there's no one there's no one team you look at that's like, they're pretty uh, damn good. Man. That makes a lot of sense. And I totally see how they're going to do this. Mm. Um, they all have obvious flaws. Yeah, and that's what makes it interesting to to me because that's that's rare for the the this era of the NBA that we're in. Um, it's rare to go into a playoffs and not be like, all right, it's probably going to be these two. And I mm -hmm. guess we're sort of doing that with the with the Nets and the Lakers, but the Lakers lost game one. Yeah, and Anthony Davis looks like ass. Mm -hmm. And the, the Nets won game one, and they kind of didn't look great for. I don't know, three quarters of it? I mean, I will say this. Uh, talking about people I'm haters of, Jason Tatum, that kid has earned my respect over the past however many years he's been in the NBA, mm -hmm. three, four years. Every single time I watch him and I want him to just kind of flop in this big moment, he's only superseded my expectations. <laughs> I want him to flop. I love your, your outwardly <laughs> like. Every time I'm crossing my fingers, dribble off your foot, you stupid idiot. I'm just waiting for it to happen because I heard so much about him being 19 years old, as you know, just yep. being close proximity. So I'm expecting it to be a moment in time. But he stood up to Kevin Durant. I thought he was great in that game. I feel like the Celtics are not going to get swept in that series. Maybe uh, they do, but I, I think they can get one, go to five, uh, and make it interesting. The Trailblazers and the Nuggets are fascinating to me as well because the Blazers 
Dane Lillard is a playoff player. He's a great player, mm-hmm. and he likes being in these moments. And the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, they have a great game plan against him, so I think they can get past the Nuggets. And then they're a fascinating team, and we already saw last year with the Heat getting to the finals, there's a chance for like a 5-6 seed to be able to make that push. The yeah. Trailblazers interest me. You know what I mean? I could see them yeah. doing something. So Making some noise, maybe? Yeah. Perhaps? Making some noise. Maybe the league could be in good hands the league, with Damian Lillard over here. Damian Lillard's hands? <laughs> I love Damian Lillard. I know. It's hard not to love him. I love him. What, did you see what he said about uh, Caleb Swanigan, by the way, I don't want to get into Swanigan stuff, but he basically just came out and was like, you know, the, like don't don't put this man down while he's in the situation. We have your back if you need anything. I mean, he's just that type Good of on guy. Him, man. I mean, yeah. he's the he literally that, yeah. he's literally like that type of guy. And David Lillard is my favorite NBA player. I, I mean, in seriously. terms of like the like I you know not to brag, but I know a handful of guys that are playing in the league, and so I'll cheer for my friends. But exactly of the people I don't know, Damian Lillard. Take is my that, favorite. Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard is my favorite because he's uh I don't he, he's everything you would want in your superstar. Exactly. And they have a they have a path now. And I mean obviously the Nuggets are very talented. I wish they had their full healthy roster. I think if they had Murray, you know, with Gordon yeah. and with Jokic, there's a chance the Nuggets would be the favorite to win the title. Take me so. back to the bubble when Michael Porter Jr. was bursting mm. on the scene and it was just pandemonium watching this kid playing in the playoffs. I mean, what and about Bull Bull? And I, I was going to say, Bull Bull, I remember he played against the Jazz. He had like 11 points in a game, I want to say. Is it nine points? Something like that. He played played like five minutes, mm-hmm. it felt like. And he had 11 points against the Jazz yeah. in one of those playoff games. Yeah. And I, it, the, the, the Nuggets were so fun last year. They played tonight, right? The game two is tonight, yep. I think. So hopefully they can... I, will, I, I don't want to give up on the Nuggets yet. I love Jokic. Jokic... Aaron Gordon's interesting on the Nuggets. I know. That's if they had Jamal Murray, I mean, if they had their full team, oh, I think yeah. they might be the favorites. They'd be the favorite to win the, exactly. the whole title. Yeah. So it just... That's why it's unfortunate. But I think that team, honestly, the construction of that team, Mike Malone is one of my favorite coaches. So that team is built to win a title at some point. may not be this year, next year. could be the next year. Yeah, so. but they said that about the Thunder all those years ago. So who the hell knows? We'll see. We'll How see many picks the do the Thunder have this decade, though? You know what I mean? <laughs> they just played a different game. They're just like, we're just going to process it out. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, talk more playoffs. Why not? Quick break to talk about our friends at Capsule. Going to the pharmacy, Tate, the absolute worst thing on earth. I, I hate it so much that I literally don't do it. I, I am cut from the... Midwestern cloth of if I don't feel well, I don't go to the doctor. I don't go to the pharmacy. I just sit there and wait for it to pass. And then if it doesn't pass after a certain amount of time, then I maybe go get it checked out. And that is in large part because going to the pharmacy and the doctor and all of that is the biggest pain in the ass. And I don't want to deal with it. Um, but maybe I will now because Capsule has entered my life, Tate. It is it is the greatest thing in the world. What is Capsule? Capsule is a new kind of pharmacy that hand delivers your prescription the same day for free. Here's how Capsule works. It's so easy. To start, visit Capsule.com. It only takes 15 seconds to sign up. When your prescription is ready, Capsule will text you to schedule free delivery at a time you choose. I've, I've done this myself. I signed up for Capsule. I was blown away at how easy it was. A guy knocks on my door. I forgot I even did it. Uh, he hands the the my medicine to me right there and then and there. And I was like, I cannot believe. I cannot believe that I uh, that people are lining up to go to the pharmacy. It is absolutely insanity when, when Capsule is out there. Ca- uh, as I said, a Capsule courier hand delivers your medication to your door straight from their pharmacy in tamper-proof packaging. It is totally secure. And if you have any questions, you can call, text, or email with an expert pharmacist. It is that simple. No more waiting in line. No more driving to the pharmacy. No more forgetting refills. Best of all, even though it is a way better experience, I cannot stress this enough, Capsule doesn't cost any more than your old pharmacy. Capsule accepts all major insurance and is currently available in the following markets, New York City and the surrounding tri-state area, Austin, Boston, Chicago, the Twin Cities, and LA. Other cities are coming soon. 
Go sign up now. Visit Capsule.com to get your prescription hand-delivered today for free. That's Capsule.com. And we're also brought to you by our friends at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work too. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save today. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com. That's Geico.com. Back to Tyson Tate. All right, one series we haven't talked about at all, Tate, is a series that, if if I'm being honest, if if the roles were reversed and you open up the show and you (laughs) ask me what is the one thing that stood out to you, over the opening weekend of the playoffs, um, my answer would have been Madison Square Garden. Mm. Uh, I <sighs> fandomonium, fandomonium. Mm-hmm. It was so. I, I want to be a hater so badly. I've, yeah. talk, I, I've made this point to you before about wanting to hate the Knicks because uh, <laughs> it's just like exhausting listening to Knicks fans pretend like they're the only franchise that has ever been cursed or suffered, <laughs> yeah, or like, been through, been anything. through anything. Yes. Um, <laughs> But I, 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 I am drinking the Kool-Aid on, on both this Knicks team and this like experience and all that. Uh, I'm not necessarily like cheering for them. I just like want to I, – I, there's something going on, and I want to witness it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and watching the Knicks and the Hawks and watching Madison Square Garden at basically full capacity, was it close enough? I think they fudged the numbers, but like it was packed. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, was, it was loud. It sounded – It was loud. Yeah. It was so per- – it was the perfect storm of like – when when I when I am old and gray and and my non-existent grandkids and I'm and I'm thrown in a nursing home by myself and I'm picturing my grandkids talking to me but they're actually not even there because I don't have grandkids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very it's a very bizarre hypothetical <laughs> throw it out here. And I'm just talking to the wall mm-hmm. and they asked me about the pandemic and they're like when what was it like when did it start when did you know it started I'm gonna use the bookmarks or, or the bookends of NBA stuff. I'm gonna say it started when Rudy Gobert touched microphones. Honestly, and the pandemic was over when the New York Knicks hosted the Atlanta Hawks in Game One of the 2021 NBA playoffs, and Madison Square Garden agreed was nuts. Yes. and that was like the that felt to me watching that like that is the definitive. We beat this shit. Mm-hmm. I know we haven't technically. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's you know it's it, that's not how it worked. But like watching it, that's what I felt like was yes. like. We're back. America's yes. back. <laughs> I mean, it was Spike Lee standing with there with his like hands on his hips, just looking absolutely distraught. You know, yeah. after a moment just happened, even though he had a mask on, you know, it just mm. felt normal. He felt like Spike Lee. Was Tracy Morgan there. having his mask like under his chest <laughs> the entire day. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I will say, I knew that the Knicks were going to have a problem when you know, the, obviously, the hype going into this game. I mean, yeah. the first game, first playoff game in eight years. We're going back to MSG. I saw Spike Lee go up to Julius Randall. You you know, during the layup line, he's like saying something. He's like pointing at him. He's like, "You da 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 da. You do this. Double tap you do this. The- you do this." <laughs> and I saw Julius Randle like turn and then he faced back, and I could see like him go like a little ghost of like. This mo- this is a pretty the, big moment. Was the moment too big for Julius Randle? No, Didn't play well. It wasn't that it was too big okay. of a moment. Right. It was that everyone is trying to put the shoulders, and he has very broad shoulders. But you're putting too much. The league on, is on good shoulders. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you were putting too much on Julius Randle's shoulders, and you're expecting him to do too much. And I will say, Derrick Rose, awesome in this game. Yeah. Alec Burks, 27 points in 26 26 minutes. He was amazing in this game. I have to assume that the Reggie Bullocks of the world will play better in the next game. That, you yeah. know, 
Alfred Payton, I don't know how he still starts on this team, but just start Derek. You know, I, I know it's done for matchups and, you know, whatever, and him running the second don't unit. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just start Derek at this point. Start it's the guy that's time. MVP that, that you know. He well played 38 played, minutes. Yeah, just start him. Start him. And I, yeah. I know Tibbs is, you know, playing. Tibbs is one of the best coaches in the league, in my opinion. So I know he's got it figured out. They'll work this thing out. Um, I think quickly should play more um, over Payton. I would just bump Payton down to the third Sounds spot. like you don't think Tibbs knows what he's doing at all. I mean, listen to you. You're saying here's here are all the th- I think Tibbs I is think a great this coach, is what but Tibbs also will I think do. he's messed up. This, all this is thing. what okay. Tibbs will do. Is what I should say uh, based on what I saw in game one. Uh, I poor Frank came into the game. Uh, what a, what a what a humiliating trillion that was to come in for one play. I and, I, I that that was the one moment like four that I times. yeah. I, I don't know if that was done on purpose just to say like it's over. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we we don't thank you for your services, Frank. Uh, after all these years of, you know, the hipsters defending you and saying you're actually way better than Dennis Smith Jr. Mm. It used to drive me insane. But that moment in time, I felt very bad for Frank that he had to walk into that. So He played one play, wasn't it? Didn't he just yes. come in for the very last play? And then yes. Trey Young crossed him up like five. Like Trey Young was like, I'm going this way. Okay, you're there. Okay, now I'm going to go back this way. And then I'm going to cross him again. And then floater. <laughs> Trey Young, Young was so confident that he was going to get past Frank that he had John Collins coming over to set the screen, and he waved him With, off. Yeah. He said, yeah, that's he not, said don't that's worry, not. John. I don't need you anymore because this guy just came into the can game I, to guard me. Can I defend Frank, though? Please. Um, because that, he, you, I mean, you you can defend him, but I will say I felt bad for him. I'm not saying, I'm I not probably, trying to throw him under the bus. I just felt bad for him. To be honest, I probably could defend him, like literally on the bus. <laughs> I, probably, I probably could. Uh, I have been in those situations, not in NBA playoffs, but uh, I, I, as you may notate, when I would get into games mm-hmm. at Ohio State, it would be typically after it's hard sitting. Hard to stay warm. I, I get that. That's what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to give Frank the benefit of the doubt and say, be put in a situation like that. You've been sitting on the bench all day. It's, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. And I, I, it was hard for me to just run up and down the court, much less try to keep Trey Young in front of me. So maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's Tip's fault. But also, I don't know if like the one thing you can do is guard guys, and you you look like that. That's. That, that's supposed to be the one thing he can do. He can't do anything else. And couldn't do that. My answer um, the next time, if we're in a situation, because like, there's two ways you can look at it. It's basically like Tibbs understands that Trey's probably going to hit that shot against whoever's out there. So you might as well just put Frank out there. He's your ace defender. And then we live with it. But nobody up top loses their Peyton loses confidence. Derek doesn't lose confidence. Yeah. So, you know, all that stuff kind of gets taken care of. Next time, put in Theo Pinson. And let Theo Pinson go out there, just energy. Yeah, and clap it, in his face. Exactly. It, you almost you almost throw Trey Young off. Slap because, the ground. Yeah, he's kind of like, what is slap happening? The, yeah. Why is this guy guarding me right now? Just start barking. That that would be yeah. my plan of attack next time. Uh, but shout out to Trey Young, man. I, I know he gets a lot of hate. I know a lot of people don't like. He him. does. We're, we're, this is exciting because it's 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 we're we're going back in time. We're doing the Trey Young. Yes. Uh, the better he plays, the more people get pissed off for some reason. He said he heard what, a lot of fu's. Which is what happened. His year college and mm-hmm. and people were losing their mind and a lot of it had to do with ESPN showing the Trey Young stat tracker where it's like a minute and a half into the game and it's like Trey Young 0 for 1 yeah. 1 rebound 0 assists and you're like why do you have this up already uh, but in general Trey Young he didn't put the stat tracker up he he, he, he never has I, I don't understand why he was hate so him. good that Bill Simmons asked you and I if he was the greatest college point guard ever, ever. in December of that year. Ever. He was averaging and 30 I probably, and 10. I probably and said yes. I think you and I were like, I don't think we've ever seen anyone yeah. average 30 and 10 like this. So he led the country in, in assists and points <laughs> exactly. and did not win national player of the year because Jalen Brunson, who wasn't even the best player on his own team, won it. 
<laughs> what? Jalen Brunson's playing great though. Shout he is. I, I, yeah. I don't need to redo the whole bit about Jalen <laughs> Brunson. You know but what's like, crazy? Oh my God, the guy led the country in you know scoring. What's crazy? As we look back in history, uh, that draft that everyone was pointing at and saying, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. Well, guess what? Aiton's going to be a primetime yep. player for sure. Luka Doncic's going to be an yep. all-time great player. And Trey Young is a PTP as well. So, what? Guess what? They Marvin all, Bagley hey, swinging what, a miss. Why don't, but we, I, why don't we appreciate them all? Appreciate them all. And also, Marvin Bagley's not swinging a miss yet. I still yet. have hope. I still have hope. He's swinging a miss when you compare him to the other guys. The other but guys, but. Uh, I I didn't realize the Bagley family was that way. I I told you I disavowed Marvin Bagley. My, any Marvin Bagley takes. I was not aware that their father was was. Uh, remember, he, we, I, I disavowed when he wore the uh, shirt to the Arizona game that said F Tucson. Yeah. And I was like, I disavow that. That's not that's not what I want out of my franchise players' mm-hmm. father. So I disavow. <laughs> I disavow. Take take my takes away. Get uh get I I I no longer. But yeah, Bagley, Bagley might. I, I think Bagley is. He'll still, figure it he'll out. Figure it out. But he's, he's never, like an Ed Davis NBA type career. That's you know what, what I mean? sucks though, dude. Is like Derek he, Favors. Like one of those guys is gonna be a, a journeyman big who's actually important yeah. to your team, but the casual fan will say he's a bust. Kind of right. like Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown, yeah. Who is very important to a lot of good teams, and a lot of people want to dismiss him. And very important to my... And the country came back out. and Very uh, important to my content uh, digestion right now. I've watched well. a lot of I've Kwame enjoyed. Brown videos, by the way, and he is probably... That that has helped the Jordan legacy, by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? As being a Jordan stand that I am, like Kwame Brown coming out and being like, let me set the record straight, folks. Kwame's got to do... He's got to like announce when he's going to drop these. You know, like I how, how love it. it'd be like Thursday night, <laughs> 7 p.m. Next one's coming. It's eyeball emojis. And then everyone's tuned in. Right. I mean, I think he's just I don't think he's thinking about it. I think he's just filming these either. videos and he's just putting them but out. I'm saying you need to start thinking about it. Kwame. <laughs> yeah. We can make some serious money off of this. <laughs> Call us. <laughs> well, he, he does the next one. He shows it. He looks like a NASCAR driver. He's got yeah. like all these sponsors on his hats and shirts. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there. I'm right there. Are you wor- um, are you worried about the Knicks? Final thing on the Knicks? Or yeah. You, do you think it's going to be a? One I am worried about the, the Knicks. Okay. Aren't the Knicks aren't as good as the Hawks? That's what stood out to me. Uh, what part of what made that environment so cool was that I f- I think Knicks fans know they're not as good as the Hawks. Mm-hmm. I think they know that Trey Young is better than Julius Randle and everyone on their team, and the, the the Hawks are just better. But that's but there's something romantic about the relationship between the team and the fans because of that where. They feel like they're overachieving. They're watching the Knicks. I mean, when Thibodeau was hired, they they were like, "This is not the answer." Yeah, and the and roster now, they have, well, they're like, "This is disaster." That's not what they're saying now, but yes, right. But that's what I'm. Yes. Yeah, at the they knew going into the season mm-hmm. not to expect much. They they get the four seed, and they I think Knicks fans know that that, that this team is overachieving mm-hmm. just on paper of what they thought coming into the season. Um, so part of that, Tate, for me, when I was watching the 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 fans losing their mind, it's the perfect storm of. Uh, the the Knicks are back in the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Um, hosting game one, by the way, because even you know, like that that's rare that they're a top four seed. Yeah. Uh, the pandemic, obviously, it's been a long time since a lot of the people that were at that game have been in an arena like that with that atmosphere and, mm-hmm. and all that. So that helped everyone go nuts. But the third part that made that so cool to watch is that I feel like the fans understand that they that that the team needs an, a little bit of extra juice to get over the hump absolutely and i think they're going into the game yes. as fans saying like we the boys need us yes yeah. yes they want yeah. us you yeah know what I mean? we have they to will the them yeah yes. and that made it cool uh which makes the whole scene cool mm. but also if you're asking me who's going to win the series i'm like that's not a great place to be if you're the knicks i don't think the knicks are are better than the hawks and i think that's this is a derrick rose series 
Okay. This, this is this is what I'm hoping for. I think if All the right. Knicks win this series, it's not going to be Julius Randle. I mean, maybe he has like a game where Julius Randle has like a 30 and 15 type game, and we're like, yeah, that was a that was a huge win for them on the road in Atlanta. But I think Derrick Rose versus Trey Young closing out the games. Derrick's made for the playoffs. Okay, I mean, he's had some moments. 2015 was the last time against Cleveland. There was like the can the Bulls actually get redemption on LeBron and the Cavs, but then the Cavs obviously yeah. got past the Bulls. But there were some great games there. I think the Bulls got up two one in that series. Um, so I'm hoping that Derek maybe has uh, kind of a, a full circle. I get over this bad period that I have with the Knicks the first time, then I come back and win a playoff series for him. So, so it sounds like you're saying without saying that Julius Randle the moment's too big for him. No. I'm Julius saying, Randall can't I'm be the guy. Julius Randall Julius Randall is a Kobe disciple. He knows what big moments look like. But I will say Spike Lee, just leave him alone. You just know what leave, I mean? Yeah, like, I would agree with that. Like let him that. let him just do what he's been doing all year. Don't add anything else. You to haven't the been stage. there all year, Spike, telling yes, him like exactly. don't touch with you what's done working. That yet. Yeah. You yeah. haven't done that yet. You got to this point by not doing that. Exactly. Don't do that now. Exactly. Don't don't mess up the formula. And here. you already did this with Reggie Miller. Like we've already seen that whole story before. Yeah. You in fact hype up the other team. And Trey Young was getting hyped up by the Knicks fans. That's the yeah. funniest part. <laughs> yeah. It's like Knicks fans are hyping their team, but also powering Trey Young because Trey Young is the ultimate message to the haters. You know, player. That's what he seems to live mm. by. He's and too little. His hair sucks. Exactly. People. That's about it. I think that's really it. And he flops just, a lot. Or he, he does and, and he, Yeah, he, he draws like, fouls. He kind of has a no home base that he can. Like he's not like a college. guy guy like i wouldn't say you as much as i joked about that i wouldn't say that was a win no, for college, college basketball. basketball as a whole never embraced him exactly which was very weird so he's not in the us. first round he's not really an aau tournament. guy i guess he is he could be trey aau that could be like his little nickname maybe he's an aau type player a lot of people complain about his flopping and flailing and things like that yeah so maybe he's aau but nba is not embraced he's never been really embraced No, because he was drafted over luca exactly or, or luca so was drafted over euro him league the, hates him yeah they're like, get this guy out of my True. face. Yeah, and and the the NBA media hate him because Luca is the golden boy. Exactly. So, so he is not loved by anybody. So the fact that he was able to do this, great. I will say, congratulations. In Madison Square yeah. Garden. Exactly. And you you and know this. Every single hoops guy will tell you, if you can do it MSG, then you you're yeah. really a great but player. So it's only one game, Tate. I know. So the people with Trey Young, they'll yeah. still dismiss it. His whole yeah. career, they're just like, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, but, yeah. but can he do it in the second round? <laughs> <laughs> But can he do it in the third round? Oh. Um, what what else is there? What what have we not talked about? We haven't really talked to 76ers Wizards. Does that move the needle for you? Not, I mean, the Wizards uh, the the Wizards are better than um I guess I they're more fun to watch than I guess I really. I didn't watch a lot of Wizards this year if I'm being completely honest, but uh Bradley Beal is awesome. I love watching that dude play, but I, 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 the 76ers are going to... Is, is Ben Simmons... I guess my question is Yeah, the is Sixers this. have to. Is Simmons... Is this like... Is he doing performance art? Like, what's going on? Like, him and Draymond especially. The, the, mm. you, you mentioned them two. Who, and Gobert. Those are the three defensive player of the year finals. I really feel like the three of them... We got to stop talking about how good of defensive players they are. Because they are they are great defenders. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. But, my God, like... You can play offense too, Draymond Green especially. What 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 is this man's existence on a basketball court? Right he now? is basically he is cut. He's he's doing the. Uh, I think Rodman was the first. Yeah, one he's I doing Rodman doing cosplay. Yeah. Is what he's doing exactly. Where you just kind of decide that you don't you don't even involve yourself on one end of the floor. In fact, if you did do that, that would be a disgrace to your defensive. Yeah, yeah, prowess. that's what I'm saying. It's like and they, they want to. Ben Wallace did this a little bit too, yeah. where he was like, I don't, I only dunk and put layups back in, and if you give me the ball on the baseline and I'm 15 feet out, I literally. I'm like, Rashid, Deshaun, someone come get the ball from me. So I, I feel like it's a little bit of that with Ben Simmons, but also he's 
of six players all time to have 15 and 15 in a playoff game, 15 assists. And it's like Wilt, uh, Wilt, Magic, Fat Lever, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Ben Simmons. Are, 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 are the, the 15 and 15 guys? Yeah, are the 15 and 15 guys. So he's he can also get in this. Ben Simmons will win in the end when you look at the same with Russell Westbrook. It's like when the kids do the numbers later in life right, and they build right. the legacies of these guys. There will be a kid that comes out and argues that Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook were the greatest players ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's just kind of I, what Ben Simmons is. And I love Ben. I'm a fan of Ben Simmons. I understand why people don't like him, but he can flip the switch. Like he had 42 against Utah because he that's wanted to. That's what I'm saying. It's so weird. Like what? <laughs> I, it, 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 it could be an infuriating thing. Why right? don't, if you can flip the switch, why don't you just flip the switch on and leave it's it on? It's the Anthony Davis thing when he's <laughs> like, he's like, I got to play better. I'm like, can you flip the switch? Just flip. <laughs> Please, I'm paying you. Flip the switch. I understand the I'm frustration. Flipping. I understand the frustration with Simmons. Uh, I, I do like that he can guard one through five. I think he's a fascinating he's player. He's awesome. He's an awesome basketball player. I'm but, not saying he's not. It, but just he's like, frustrating. That, I understand I'm, I'm the frustration. Like, that, that's what I said. Is this like some sort of performance art that I don't get? That like Ben Simmons is... It, it feels like when Larry Bird was playing the Hawks the one time, he's like, I'm going to shoot left-handed <laughs> yeah, yeah, every yeah. shot. Yeah. That Was that the Hawks? Or was that someone else? It I, was I think the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to shoot every shot left-handed. Those series are always great. Him versus Dominique. You know, That's what it feels like Ben Simmons does. Is He's like, all right, tonight I'm going to go for... 20 and 20 but mm -hmm. i'm gonna try to take zero shots <laughs> exactly <laughs> what? that's that's been all right all right tonight i'm gonna try to score 50 points uh i'm gonna get zero rebounds though just to be funny just to like be just a troll <laughs> I, I i will say that you you talked about the yeah, i mean i 100 agree with that but i when i look at the sixers they are the team to me that checks the most boxes of a championship team mm -hmm. Like if you if you came to me, I would agree. I would agree with that. I but, would agree, and, with that. and that also scares me because I think that the Nets are going to break the tradition of championship basketball this year. But if you were to look at this roster up, to, I mean, Tobias Harris, thirty-seven points, great in this game, dominates in the mid post, is a score that you mm -hmm. can have late in shot clock situations, going to handle. Danny Green and Seth Curry are two of the best spot up shooters you have in the entire NBA, in my opinion. And then you look at George Hill, sure-handed, yep. great guard they brought in. Dwight Howard's the best big off the bench in basketball. And so, and Matisse Tybel could be a first-team All-Defense uh, defensive player. Yeah, he had two blocks in Game One. So, I look at the Sixers and I fall in love with them. But I also have been heartbroken by Ben Simmons and this team before. That's what I was gonna say. So, is that every every one of these teams? You go back to doing the the brain dead thing that we always yeah. do. The year like, the Raptors won, I was all in on this. I thought the Sixers were gonna go that year to the finals. Yeah. Not, maybe, not maybe win against the Warriors, but I thought they were gonna go to the finals. So that was the last time my heart got ripped out, and Kawhi obviously did that. So. I, they've been there before. They've had the stage. Shake Milton was a six man of the year candidate at one point during the year, so I like him as well, being a, a scoring option. Um, but yeah, but, but the, we, we we do this with every sport. We do this with college basketball, <laughs> yeah. where Baylor. I, I want to believe in Baylor, but mm -hmm. they've they've they, let me they, down. They've before. let me down. They've never yeah. made the Final Four. Like I'm not going to believe in this. Oh, they won the national championship. Okay, okay. I guess I'll believe. No, in I them. believe. Yeah. I'm not going to believe in Virginia. They lost to a 16 seed last year. Why would I believe in? Oh, okay. so maybe national that that have the same. You bring up the Raptors. Like people are yeah. saying the same thing about the Raptors. Like in the Raptors. Kawhi can't do this. This yeah. is a this is a, this a, a, a pill a piecemeal situation. There's no way yeah. that works. That's not how the NBA works. You need continuity, and then he does. The Warriors can like, win. Great. Jump shooting teams can't win, and then the Warriors <laughs> won, and they're like, okay, they can. All right. But that's why but, it so, does it does point to. 
you know, Kevin Garnett said anything is possible in 2008 after building a super team with the Boston Celtics, which mm-hmm. is never supposed to happen ever. It does feel like the Nets, we talked about it, we did an NBA preview pod. The Nets win a championship just with offense. If offense wins championships, that awesome. that's the one that, that that's like kills the final stigma yeah. that we have in the NBA about basketball and what works. But that's what I, I want the NBA, the, the, another frustration I have with the NBA, and I have many, obviously. I, I <laughs> air them all on this program. Let's, Let's have a festivus for the NBA. Um, one of them, one of the reasons I prefer college is that there's so many different styles and there's so many different uh, ways to to get to the mountaintop. We'll say there's mm. a, you can win a national title playing a lot of different brands of basketball, and it feels like the NBA for for you know it's, this isn't exactly true, but it feels in a lot of ways that all the teams sort of play similarly and are trying to do the exact same things in the exact same ways. And the idea of the Nets doing it their way and the Lakers I mean the Lakers are defensive minded team they can't yeah. shoot really yeah. and the Nets can and the Jazz try to make a ton of threes and the Clippers try to make it th- you know mm-hmm. and having all of these sort of ha- teams have their success in their own ways and there not being one formula to win in the NBA it would be great I would love that yeah I would love small market and not one formula to win why, why do people like the Knicks this year because they have an identity. Yeah. Why do people yes. like the Heat? Because they have an identity. Yes. So, like, why do people like the Warriors? They have an identity. And also, that's the reason why you can hate those teams, but at least you understand who they are and what they represent. So, right. that was the problem, I felt like, in the pace and space era of the NBA that we've seen since 2016. It's all these teams trying to play the same way. So, right. then you have a, you know, I I remember the Hawks and the Warriors. Like, the Hawks were, like, the B version of the Warriors for, like, yes. four years where they were just, like, and trying I, to copy the same thing. I don't understand why like, you would try to do that if, if you, you know you can't beat you're that. never going to be that. <laughs> They're that. So why don't you try to do your own thing? And maybe that. Anyway, uh, let's wrap up playoff talk with this. Mm. Uh, it is what I'm calling the way too early fraud power rankings. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. <laughs> we are one game into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing I enjoy more about the NBA than calling guys frauds. Uh, it's a two month tournament and we are one day into it. And uh <laughs> That tells me all I need to know. Yes. I, I, I figured yes. out who I've the frauds the numbers. are. I've <laughs> crunched the frauds? It. Here are your top five frauds as of one game into the first round. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Number five, uh, I have Adam Silver for not suspending LeBron um, and also not rigging it so Steph Curry would be in the first Ooh. round against the, the Jazz instead of Mike Conley having to play his former team. Mm-hmm. So a- Adam Silver, fraud, which funny enough. <laughs> Stern would never. <laughs> Stern would never. Yeah. Um, I, actually... Not suspending LeBron is the smart move. That's the stern move. That's the stern move. Yes. So maybe I don't put him for it. That's not But fraud. not That's letting not Steph Curry into the playoffs yeah. is a very anti-stern move. Making Mike Conley play his former team. Anti-stern move. That's anti-stern. That's fraudulent. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Adam, you're number five. <laughs> uh, number four, the Utah Jazz, just in general. Um, yeah. Just the whole, the whole vibe. The Utah, not the Jazz, not the team. I'll, I'll, I'm going to change this. I'm going to mark it out. Not the Jazz. The, the jazz vibes, yeah. just the vibes yeah. around the jazz right now. Those are they're fraudulent vibes. I'm getting fraudulent if vibes. If they if they lose this first round series to the Grizzlies and we have a uh, we believe Warrior situation like what they yeah. did, I do think that the that they have to look at Dallas and say we have to keep this thing going. You know what I mean? I'm scared that if they lose this first round series that they blow it up and then it's move to all- Seattle. <laughs> I think I think if they lose the first round series, you have to move to Seattle. I think you change your name from the Jazz. I think I, so. I think you go to Utah, whatever that Utah Utah Dr. Peppers or whatever they they love in Utah, yeah. but change change from the Jazz and you, give New Orleans the Jazz because Zion on the New Orleans Jazz that's a fun team. And Zion National Park is in Utah, so send Zion to 
That's the trade-off. You get the jazz, but we get Zion. And then Donovan Mitchell and Zion. Utah Zion. Done. Boom. We just solved it. Figured it out. But for now, jazz frauds. Number three on my list is this is a tie. The best player on every team that lost game one. So just across the board. Every single guy who's the best player if you lost. So I'm looking at you, Bradley Beal. Jason Tatum. LeBron, Tatum, Jokic, Randall, Kawhi, Kawhi, fraudulent. <laughs> all Bradley Beal. The only one, Donovan Mitchell, but he's on the Jazz, the the Jazz list already. No, he, so. he's DeAndre Hunter though, because he wasn't in this game, so he can. Keep he can himself. be, yes. yeah, yeah. So he's he's he, he actually outplayed LeBron in that sense, because if LeBron was really playing chess, he would have just missed Game One. That's a good point. He sort of sat it out. That's a good point. He actually. Pr- See, the real stern move would have suspend LeBron, so he misses yes. game one. Then they have the yes. excuse to lose game one. And he gets to rest his legs. And, and if you're the Suns and you win by nine points and LeBron doesn't play, all you're saying to yourself is like, who cares if we won? LeBron didn't play. Mm-hmm. You know? Now they have all the confidence to say you're we show, won. You're like rattled in the back of your mind because you're like, we won, but like, you don't even we, are we even better than yeah. them? I don't know. That's yeah, we should have yeah. won by more. That's true. That's true. Good point. <laughs> uh, Number two on my list. I hate to do it, but again, the fraud, the fraud power rankings do not discriminate. They, uh, I do not play favorites. Yes. Um, number two on the list is the Madison Square Garden crowd. As ruckus as it was, Tate couldn't will couldn't you couldn't guard Trey Young. Spike Lee couldn't guard Trey Young. I mean, come on, Spike. Spike, what are you doing? Yeah, move your feet. You guarded Julius Randle. <laughs> you're you're talking. Why don't you give Trey Young the hype up speech? I know. I think that's, that's what, what he should do. Reverse psychology. He should go up to Trey Young before game two and just say, "Hey, I'm really impressed with you." That's uh. I think that you're a great player. You got you got to you got to throw the fraudulent uh tag to to MSG though because uh, coming out of the game, that's like all anyone's talking about. I saw Jacoby, our our uh, former colleague, many moons ago. Um, making the argument that the Knicks won, <laughs> like he was, he was joking, man. You know? yeah, yeah, like a big, big win for the Knicks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As far as PR, high, it was a very deep win. It's all yeah. about the offseason. The PR, and I'm saying you can't, you can't have that crowd, that moment, that everything leading. Like in my mind, I'm going to remember that that crowd is the marker for the pandemic being over. Yeah, and you lose the game. Yeah, to Trey Young. And you no. almost solidify Trey Young's whole existence. His you know whole what I mean? existence. He won. He shushed. I, I don't even think Trey Young's playing in game two. I think he retired. I, sit I out. Think he's like, That's I the rule. Yeah, just sit out. out. Load manage. I did it. Legacy. Uh, he just has legacy checked. Number one on the fraud power rankings, the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm, uh, they yeah. they have always been. They they, they are perennially. Perennially. The top, they, yes. they inspired the fraud power rankings last year, if you remember right. The yeah. bubble fraud power rankings when I busted mm. them out. Uh, were inspired by the LA Clippers. Maybe I should throw the entire city of LA. Maybe just throw the Lakers in there too. Just yeah. all LA. I, you and I, honestly, <laughs> like being in LA right now. 2020 was the year of LA. Mm. Mick Cronin did all he could to make 2021 to start it out right. Uh, I don't know. I'm worried. It is. Uh, there are a lot of rumblings. You know, or there have been a lot of rumblings that Kawhi is, you know, not necessarily locked in for the future with the Clippers. Did not like how last summer played out. So. You know, there's all that stuff that's been... He's going to the G League Ignite team? Exactly. So uh, (laughs) Overtime Yeah, he's going to play against prep schools. Uh, Those rumblings, I hate, because then it just gets weird and finicky. But the one thing that I... The one problem that I see with this Clippers team is... It's a perfect example. Kawhi has the huge dunk on Cleaver. Yep. And then... Kawhi, Kawhi literally looks at him for a second and then runs up down the floor and get, runs back on defense, as you do. And then three Clippers are there just, like, standing over him, like, like saying, take so that. Good. You know what I mean? And they end up losing that game. And Luka already last year in the play, you know, had that big shot in the playoffs. They went to six games. Yep. But um, 
in general, I feel like there's bad vibes. I don't think the Mavs are good enough to beat the Clippers. I don't think they lose in this round. I really don't. But if they do, then it, all bets are off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they lose in the first Move round. It to Seattle. Well, Paul George, I mean, <laughs> I should seriously. I should have seriously. Re- should the fraud power rankings this year be the move to Seattle power I mean, rankings? <laughs> They already said they're going to add two teams, right? Isn't that the or maybe, they, maybe this isn't public? Uh, they're they're going to add uh, allegedly they're going to add they're going to add uh, <laughs> Las Vegas and Seattle. Those are the two teams. So um, and apparently one of those teams may be the Pelicans. So and mm. you know, a lot of people are saying it's going to be uh, Las mm. Vegas. So then Asia Wilson and Zion are in the same place, and two South Carolina mm. number one picks. Mm. So. But um, also the Clippers going to Seattle would be amazing. They're never going to leave. LA. I know they can't. They can't because Billy Crystal that. would be like, "What?" Yeah, they're going to move more teams to LA. That'd be funny if they move like the. <laughs> they announced they, another team is coming. They're moving the Grizzlies out of Memphis, and you're and like, "Oh my God, they're going to Seattle!" And then they're like, they're "No, going to LA. Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, Anaheim." They're playing in the Los San Angeles Diego. Grizzlies of Anaheim, of Memphis as well. <laughs> they're, they're the Memphis Grizzlies of Anaheim or something. <laughs> They just play their games out of. Oh, oh man. man! So, uh, yeah, the Clippers, the Clippers, number number one on my. Uh, I, I and they 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 kind of tanked, didn't they? they? They wanted to avoid the Lakers. They were resting guys down the. Stretch. I don't believe that story. The whole the whole franchise. I really feels, don't believe that story. I, Chauncey Billups is on staff there, and Chauncey Billups would never let a team try to dodge another. I, I team, hear what so. you're saying, but it's also the Clippers, man. I, mean, I they, they have fraudulent. Do you think Kawhi? Do you think Kawhi would rather be here in this situation or be the third fiddle in LA with the Lakers? Because I feel like I'd rather be on the Clippers and deal with the still, yeah. You know I'd what I mean? Yeah. So I think he still made the right choice. I saw a lot like, you know, the the Lakers faithful that push these narratives. They're like Kawhi, LOL, said he's gonna be the king of LA. I still at the end of the day think Kawhi's probably happy living in San Diego, driving up two hours to play for the Clippers I, with no pressure really yeah. than having to be on the Lakers and having who's every the most, single person who, blame. Who's him for the everything. most enviable position if you could be one guy in the NBA like given mm. where the team you're on the franchise you're playing for is it Luca? it's Luca. probably I was gonna say you it's just Steph. have like full it might be you Steph the, though it might be Steph 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 this year definitely Steph gets to golf early now he doesn't even have to play in the playoffs he like he's a he's a hero no one's even gonna remember that he kind of sucked against Memphis Did you see the Steve Kerr press conference by the way what? they asked him uh I think it was Anthony Slater he's like coach you know, is this year a success? And he was like, absolutely a success. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're Steph Curry, you've already won MVPs, you've already won titles. Yeah. Do I even want to make the playoffs? Do I want to lose in the second round of the playoffs at this point in my career? No, All it's I like, know, if I can't win a title, just let me go golf. If I know anything about the Warriors front office is that whatever team goes out early, whether it be the Clippers or whoever it is, those players on that team, they will be getting called and, and yeah. figured out for the war. Yeah. Like, whether it be Paul George to go up there, whether it be if Anthony Davis loses... Yeah. If Anthony Davis and the Lakers lose in the first round, the Warriors will be calling Anthony Davis. I mean, same with the Heat. Yeah. You know, like Pat Riley's sitting over there looking at his team and just saw them lose to the Bucks, and he's thinking, man, if I just could add Paul George or Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard or, you know, God forbid, Anthony Davis to Jimmy and these rest of these guys, I he's have. Gonna, he's going to trade Duncan, isn't he? Yes. God damn it, Duncan. Just make a run, Duncan. Just make. This Duncan, please. American America runs on Duncan. Come on. Uh,. All right, shout-out to closeouts. Let's wrap this thing up. What else? Uh, Shout-out to Baylor big man Tristan Clark for committing to SMU. Uh, I am uh, <laughs> I'm all in on SMU basketball. I think that We're they're going to be great. And uh, why, Did you ask Jankovic why why they don't play TCU? What happened? He said not good enough. Jamie Dixon. Did he not say Jamie enough. Dixon's a coward? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Quote it. Coward. Put it out. 
<laughs> he was cool, man. I, I, uh, we didn't get to see Coach Jankovich last time we were there. I think we saw him. We, we saw we him briefly. Like yeah. he was watching film. We popped in. He's like, huh? He had the glasses on. He like looked over him. He's like, leave me alone. Yeah. So yeah. it was good to see him just be personable, and it was very funny. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, my my mom and dad assumed that he's like a celebrity because he's like the head coach of the SMU basketball team. But he was very, you know, laid back. And I don't know. I, it's good vibes. It has. You talk about bad vibes. You know, looking at the Jazz. There's good vibes. SMU basketball. There's good vibes. SMU everything. Mm-hmm. That place is unbelievable. There's yeah. just money. Like I, I went to get a drink at the water fountain. I pushed the button and just like coin started. Yeah. Yes. Gold yes. coins. Yes. I was like, what the hell is this place? There's more money there than the oh my God. Uh, if you if you told me SMU has more money than any other school in the country, I would mm-hmm. just nod along and believe it. Yeah. I wouldn't even stop to think, like, yeah. what about Harvard? Don't they have a big into I wouldn't even stop. I'd just be like, Check out. I've, I've I've seen SMU. Also, they're not Southern Methodist anymore. They're just SMU. They've taken it. Yeah. Oh really? Because the they're brand. not they're they've, not Methodist, right? Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not they've, they've they updated the brand, so it's just SMU. So the SMU actually stands for nothing. Oh my God. The only, the that only is that so for- perfect because that university stands for nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like literally it stands for nothing. University is the only thing that, that still stands up. It is a university. It literally stands for nothing other than just like Maybe money. Maybe that's our plan and- this year. What does the SM actually stand for? <laughs> that's a great. That's some a money? Great. Some money university. <laughs> some money. Uh, I want to shout out John Brandon, former coach of the University of Cincinnati. Mm. Um Maybe if we don't have much to talk about on, on Friday, we can dig into this. Uh, but I, I don't know. The playoffs are underway, so I imagine we'll talk a lot about the playoffs. But uh, John Brandon uh, was fired by Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, he is he has taken it like a champion. And by that, I mean he is now suing the school. He is suing the athletic director, and he is suing the president uh, for being fired. And uh, I, that's really all I know right now. But th- that's enough for me to be interested. So uh, thank you to John Brandon for I, – I heard – I don't even know if I should say what I heard about, but because I I don't know what is true and what was public or whatever. But um, I, I heard his like exit <laughs> from Cincinnati it was like hilarious. Like he was he was it was such an obvious like yeah we got to fire this guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that that's I think I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. and I don't think that's public, but I do think it was hilarious. And I at least he's not getting charged with extortion, right? Yeah, it yeah, could be yeah, worse. It could be worse. It could be yeah. worse. At least he's the one that's doing the suing, but. Whew. Um, Wes Miller is going to fix that program, by the way. It's a new Z- day. Xavier, since, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 yeah, w- Wes Miller. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome Hunter transferred from uh, Indiana. He, he showed it. He, he committed to Xavier. So Danny Peters already getting stuff done for, uh-huh. for Xavier. UC Xavier is going to be awesome now. I Wes mean, Miller, Travis It's another Stewart. rivalry that we're split. They're probably never going to play again. The Crosstown shootout will uh-huh. be over by the time we back this. But You're probably right. I'm on the Cincy side. I Travis Steele. We have a lot of Xavier fans. Shout out to Xavier, though. They, they have always been nice. Travis Steele and uh, 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 Wes Miller feel like they would hate each other. Like yes. They feel like they're definitely going to hate each other. Wes Miller is uh, like, Wes Miller has Jerry Stackhouse vibes. You know what I mean? Where like he might fight the other coach. So there, there's a. I like the fire in this rivalry. It'll I love I love that Travis Steele beat Cincinnati two years in a row and then goes to Dana Gardens or whatever the bar's called. Buys all the buys beers. Buys all the beers. Yeah. And then he did it this year and tested positive for COVID like two days later. <laughs> He's like, worth it. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out um, the high school Super League that's forming. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? That uh, the prep schools that matter, quote unquote, around the country are forming. They're inspired by the European soccer model that lasted for three days and they've decided to do this themselves. They're, they've started with Oak Hill, Montverde in Florida. La Lumiere made the cut in, in, uh, Northern Indiana. IMG Academy, 
a handful of others. I imagine Bishop Gorman will find their way in yeah, there. That yeah. one stands Finley out to prep. me. Finley Prep. Yeah, I'll probably be in there. Uh, what's the LA ones? I mean, the Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon. Yeah, yeah. that's the one where Bronny is right now, and Zaire um, Williams before, and. But uh, yeah, they're starting a, a super league, a national high school super league, um, and they're doing it. Uh, the statement says they're doing it because this is quote best for the kids, um, <laughs> and that's really where our minds at is. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild that like high school basketball has become what college basketball used to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it kind of it, it, it was trickled down economics for it's sure. So like crazy, it, it just dude. went all the way down to grassroots basketball. So and it's crazy that anytime uh, you come up with an idea like this, I, I I was joking. They didn't actually say it's best for the kids, but that's like what the defenders will say. They're like it's best for the the yeah. overtime league is a good thing because it's great for the kids. They're being exploited by the NCAA. This is mm -hmm. better for them. Mm -hmm. The G League Ignite is better for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, like all the kids that go that path are like, I made a huge mistake. Yeah, I've been exploited. <laughs> I've been exploited. <laughs> this whole system exists just for all those people to make money. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, congrats to congrats to all you uh, idiots that that started this high school. I, I do think high school basketball will be on national. I remember when LeBron played Oak Hill in two thousand and two. Yeah, Ivan Harris was on, was on Oak Hill. Yeah, yeah and that was on. Yeah, that was on ESPN. Jay Billis is calling the game, and I remember Jay Billis in that game saying that this was wrong. Yeah, it was. I think it, <laughs> it, might, have been, I think it like, might have been the first time that we've ever had a Jay wrong. Billis. This is wrong moment, but he basically said we should not be doing this to high school kids. And uh, and I think since that game has happened, there has just been so much even more investment. And in, you know, Sierra yeah. Canyon has an IMDb TV it's so series. Stupid, dude. So. It's so stupid. It's so disgusting. But well, I mean, we we follow college basketball. College basketball. Just, I mean, it's all stupid. Yeah, it is. It is. It's all stupid. It is. I remember that game because LeBron. I vividly remember the one play where he, I watched a lot of his games, but I'm pretty sure this is the Oak Hill one where he, he, at one point, like goes to drive right, takes a dribble and then comes back between his legs, like the, the wrong way, like backwards, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, on yeah, a step yeah. back. Yeah. 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 And hit yeah. a step back three. And I think that was when I bought in on LeBron. I saw him do that and I was like, that dude is like six, eight, mm -hmm. two fifty. He's going to be pretty good. And then I was right. I was the first one. I yeah. was, I was the first person to believe in LeBron James. I, I think I remember watching that game and saying, I think I really like Romeo Travis. And that's when people were like, are you a LeBron hater? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to shout out, uh, we, we, we never shouted this man out because uh, his, his, his transfer mm. came in at a weird time in, in our scheduling of our shows where like we recorded a show and then he announced his transfer. And by the time we did another show, we didn't talk about it. And yeah, it just yeah. kind of came and went. Uh, we never shouted out Remy Martin transferring to Kansas. Mm. So I wanted to officially do that. Lock it in. Uh, Remy Martin, Kyle, Kyle, uh, the original. Kyle's guy. Kyle's guy. Yes. Remy Martin. Take that, Sacramento Kings. Is uh, is playing, going to be playing for the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. So that's exciting. Also, I saw Jalen Coleman Lance transfer to Kansas. You want to, I mean, for God's sakes, mm -hmm. we make Brad Davison jokes and Jordan Bohannon jokes and all these other guys that have st stuck around <laughs> for eight years. Jalen Coleman lands, dude. Yeah, I, that name. He's even 27. Just... <laughs> he's at least 27 years old. This is his fourth team he's played for. He played for Illinois, uh, DePaul, Iowa State, and now Kansas. I don't understand how that's possible. This is this is literally like his sixth year at least. Yeah, he played at La Lumiere also. <laughs> so he did like a year of prep school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. after high school. <laughs> My God, he's going to play at Kansas, so he's going to... It just goes to show that Kansas, I mean, North Carolina is playing this game with Brady Manick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of these blue bloods now are saying, I don't want to recruit high school kids. They can go to overtime yeah. league. I'll take your best player from your school and I'll recruit them here. So there you go. That's the sport now. Um, anything else? Is that's that all it? I got. Shout out Phil winning the uh, PGA championship. That was 50 awesome. years old. Yeah. 
they did the graphic where they showed the oldest major winners of every single major. And old it's Tom. Old, old Tom Morris <laughs> at 46, the first Open Championship. I'm like, I think we could take him I off. Think, I mean, uh, the fact yeah. that he invented the, the, the event, you know what I mean? It when seems, you're older than a guy named Old Tom, that's uh, yeah. that's, that's a weird position to be it's in. It's also, it's one of those things, like I, it's like when you see Tony Soprano, or James Gandolfini was 37 when he played Tony Soprano in the first season. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, that'll get you. It, it, that's like when I saw old Tom Morris was only 46 in that picture. I was like, I thought he was at least 70. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. That's the show. We uh, we'll it. see you guys on Friday. Thanks for listening. Good luck to all the frauds out there. Uh, it's one. We're only one game. Giannis, shoot the free a throw. Lot, a lot can change between now and then. Crown Butler, I hope you start counting down. That'd be Please, Giannis. Please, just get it out. God. Uh, and Duncan, be interesting on when you're mic'd up. That's all we ask. Uh, see you guys Friday. 